Hey agents, welcome back to Cash Call, the only podcast where you get real coaching on actual real estate calls and conversations by agents and ISAs just like you. Today, your hosts, Dale Archdeacon of Smart Inside Sales and Brian Curtis of Creative Coaching review your calls, what went well, what areas need work, and discuss strategies for improving your conversion rates. Uh, Good to see everybody today. Like I said, uh, my co-host Brian Curtis is on his way, uh, but I have some pretty exciting calls that I want to listen to today. Uh, And, uh, you know, what they are is there are a couple of calls that are really tough, honestly, and this is why I definitely want Brian here so that we can go back and forth on these, because in listening to these calls, man, these are these are not easy situations to deal with. So we're going to play these things and we'll review them. But, you know, sometimes you just run into a situation where you hit a dead end with somebody. And it's one of the things that's so important about actually listening to these calls is that in the moment, typically what we're going to hear is probably impossible for these agents or ISAs to have come up with something different, frankly, because they're just such an abrupt like rejection in a difficult scenario, the, the two different ones that we have. So being able to listen to these in retrospect uh, gives the agent and even myself as a coach and trainer some ability to come up with what the hell else can we do here, right? What could we have said here or what sort of line can we take or what kind of training, honestly, do we need to put in place to give us a better opportunity that if we can't convert this now, that we can at least cause it to be some kind of nurture or someone that we might be able to do something with in the future. So I'm going to start playing these. We have a bunch of people observing the cash call webinar right now. Look at that. There's Brian. I stalled for just enough time for Brian Curtis to be able to make it in here. What's up, Brian? Were you having trouble finding your Y Lopo shirt? Is that what was going on? Uh oh, Brian's getting connected to sound. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and play this call. Hopefully, Brian's going to be able to hear it. Can you hear me, Brian? Oh, How are okay. you? <laughs> I'm doing good. So we are live. We I was uh, I was hi- hyping up the crowd as to what we're going to do today. What I said is that I have a couple of really tough calls. Uh, ones where like I'm like, man, what, what do we what do we tell people to do here in this situation, right? Um, like these are some tough nuts to crack here. And, you know, what I told people is we can't always fix everything, but at least, you know, having these recordings in retrospect as a trainer or even as an agent or ISA listening to it, you can come up with some more strategies here to, if not convert them on the fly, at least turn them into a nurture or someone that you can get some kind of follow up with. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think that's an important concept because I think all too often we look at a call as a failure if we don't get a listing appointment, if we don't get a, a showing appointment, if we don't get some, but it's not, I mean, at the end of the day, you nurture somebody for four five, six months, they're not going to no show you. They're going to, you know, they're going to be loyal. So, you know, it's a big part of it. Understanding an outcome, you know, I believe that an appointment is an important outcome, but that appointment is there's different levels of that. And just getting somebody to, you know, my, 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 my broker guy who helps me run my brokerage, he says this, Brian, I'm just trying to have good real estate conversations. And if you just have good real estate conversations every day, you're winning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so let me play these over here. We'll start with this one. Dave Richardson. Hey, Dave, this is Sarah. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, we talked a couple months ago. Um, it wasn't exactly a good time then, but I know you were thinking about 
um, selling your current house, buying something a little bit smaller, maybe even a winter home in Florida. So just wanted to see if uh, that's still the plan and um, where you're at with that. Well, I'd love to sell it, but the wife didn't want to. So that's the current plan. How's that? <laughs> I just heard where to go with this and I'll bring it up after we hear how the call goes because it's a short one. Okay, perfect. Well, that sounds pretty standard. Uh, what are her hesitations with selling? Now, I don't think the delivery was super good, but that was a great question. Right? Got to go someplace. Right? <laughs> someplace. It was a, I think she could clean up the delivery to make it less antagonistic or not antagonistic, but less intrusive, right? Like if she, she could deliver it and maybe a sweeter message, you know? Oh, yeah, I totally get that. So what has the wife feeling like she doesn't want to make the move? Or what has the wife feeling like she doesn't want to sell now? So, and here's a good phrase to use that will help soften that sometimes out of curiosity. I love that phrase. As a matter of fact, I probably use it too much. So be careful. You don't use it seven times in one conversation. I've listened to some of my recordings and I do, but Hey, you know, Dale, out of curiosity, you know, what's, what's keeping your wife from wanting to sell and that out of curiosity softens it by default because I'm just curious, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a curious person, you know, I'm interested. I'm, I, I want to know more about you versus so, why the hell doesn't she want to sell? Right. Which is almost <laughs> what that sounds like. Right? Almost. Uh, so we'll play it again. You guys notice everybody listening that Brian and I both delivered it softer, but listen to, I mean, listen to how she delivers. It's a great question, but the delivery is a little off-putting. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty standard. Uh, what are her hesitations with selling? What are her hesitations with selling? Man, that sounds like, please step this way for your proctology exam. Nobody's right. interested in, in, that, in that course of events, right? Well, and, and, and it, feels, it feels nosy versus curious. And I know that sound, that's a very minor thing. No, why the a, hell doesn't she want huge, to sell? <laughs> that's a huge point to make, right? Because we are salespeople. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to talk to a salesperson until they're ready to talk to a salesperson because all we do is try to change their mind and convince them of something they don't want. And that delivery sounds exactly like somebody who wants to change my mind and convince me of something I don't want. Absolutely. I agree. She just, she's not, she loves the home. She doesn't want to get out of it. Gotcha. Uh, where is, is it down in Greenwood? Is that where you guys are currently? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And um, so obviously you guys are kind of at odds about that. Is it something that she feels pretty passionate about? Yes. Now that was a throwaway question. All you did was teed him up to feed you back the, to yes, the objection you restated for him. Well, and, and don't say the things like I'm at, you're at odds with your significant other. That just right. sounds like we're about to, you know, go like this and get divorced. <laughs> right. Words matter. <laughs> yeah. I feel like me or you would have been like, well, I like her better than you. So that's where we're at right now. Right. Don't, you know, don't throw a spouse under the bus. Most people are very, very, very defensive about their spouse. Right. I mean, and you should be, if you're not check that it's a different class, but right. at the end of the day, like you can talk bad about me, but you better not talk bad about my wife. You know, we get defensive about that and that's a good thing. Yep. Very. Gotcha. So I kind of okay. just dropped it. I kind of dropped it and just went from there. So I'm not ready yet. So, but keep me in mind and give me a call back in a few months and we'll see if anything changes. Definitely will. Uh, would it be okay. beneficial for me to speak with her or is that? No. 
no, hell no. Gotcha. Okay. Listen, you know what? First of all, we laugh, but uh, the 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 pair on this on this salesperson uh, is impressive, right? I, I I like it. She has tenacity. I can teach the rest of the stuff. I know you can't teach that like take the fork out of their mouth right or take the sandwich out of their mouth and you eat it sort of uh you know uh, uh, initiative you can't teach that we just have to help her understand that uh you're gonna have to package it a little bit differently do you know what i mean yeah. absolutely and you know here's the thing I, I actually would love to have this person work on my team i don't know them <laughs> i'm just you're like whoever you are you're hired you're hired because here's the thing that this person did right. We, you know, part of the thing that we do on this call is, is, is correct or critique mistakes or things we do, but here's the, here's the reality. If she does every single call like this, she's still going to be stronger than most agents because she well, is in there, in there, in there, no, no means ask again in another way to her. And, and I love that. And, right. and no means I haven't asked you, I haven't asked you the right way. Is yeah. The, you know, it's right. like kids, like, it's, I don't know if you ever read Selling for Dummies, but. Um, well, I have kids, uh, so I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. So in Selling for Dummies, that's what they talk about. They talk about how kids are the best salespeople and they're not the best salespeople because they have the best scripts because they have, they do have good tone. They do use emotions. They do that. But the other thing is, it's just pure tenacity. Like, yeah. hey, dad, can I go to my friend's house? No. Hey, dad, my friend's having a bunch of people over. Can I go over? No. Hey, dad, <laughs> just like I said, no. But my kid always heard no means ask again in another way. And so I love that type of tenacity. And you can tweak all the rest of the stuff. This person will still be more successful than the person who knows every script and every technique, but doesn't have the guts to ask the question. Yeah. My, my daughter, uh, repeat every morning asks for candy or cupcakes or cookies or anything any form of sugar that is not on the breakfast menu right every morning without fail and still gets surprised every time the answer is no but persistence asking right and uh, so that's exactly what you're talking about you are ready to reach your peak and grow your team. We know it. And that's exactly why we created the Smart Inside Sales ISA Ascend program. Just as every great rock climber needs a belayer to manage their rope and help guide them to the best route to the top, ISA Ascend is designed to take you from free hire to leader of an accomplished ISA department efficiently and safely. It all starts by gearing up as our expert coaches help you prep your business for a productive ISA department before coaching you through all of the best practices for recruiting and hiring. Once you've got that offer letter signed, it's on to targeted training for both your beginner ISA hire and specific leadership group training for you where your coaching will continue, guiding you through all of the unique challenges and triumphs that come your way when you've got a new ISA. ISA Ascend is what you've been waiting for. So let's clip in and start your climb. Check out smartinsidesales.com slash ISA dash ascend to reach your peak. That's smartinsidesales.com slash ISA dash ascend to get your business to its greatest heights with ISA Ascend from Smart Inside Sales. Absolutely. Uh, there's one thing I want to talk about in that call, Brian, actually. Please. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of, uh, of the time, but... Uh, there's one thing that got missed, and I heard it the second time through. Uh, I didn't hear it the first time through, which was she said you and your wife wanted to sell your home and buy a vacation home in Florida, right? Buy a second home or whatever it was in Florida. 
when he said, we don't want to sell this house, the entire conversation got stuck on selling that house and completely forgot about the concept of buying a vacation home in a nice area or being a snowbird or whatever it is, right? Right. And frankly, I didn't even hear it until the second time I listened through this call. So I just want to point that out. And I know that you frequently talk about active listening and we talk about, you know, paying attention to what the hell people are saying to you. And even as a coach and trainer, I missed it until the second time that I listened to the call. So clearly this sure. agent missed that opportunity too, because she didn't hear it. Uh, and so that, that's just something I want to point out to everybody listening. And, and, and let's talk about what that opportunity is, because I think some people don't think about this enough. They, well, I don't, I don't have a license in Florida. So to me, the opportunity is twofold. First of all, maybe, because this guy might be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. I don't know this guy. You don't know this guy. So who knows? We didn't, you know, from the discovery that we do, I don't know, he has 12 cents in his bank account or he has $12 million. So maybe he's going to go buy a $3 million house in, in Florida and keep his current house. Right. Okay. So yeah. I'll take 25% refer on 3 million. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's an opportunity, and you're solving a problem for them. I was just doing, I was just on a Y Lopo thing. That's why I was a couple minutes late. I do apologize, but we talked about this in there. The people who make the most money in any business are not the people who open the door, show the house, list out, none of that stuff. They're the people who solve problems. And if I can solve this person's problem of, hey, let's get you a house in Florida now, maybe his wife goes, screw it. I like Florida better, you know? So be a problem solver. It pays really, really well. What I hear the motivation is buying a vacation home or buying a second home or moving to a warm place. Not the motivation isn't selling the house, right? Mm -mm. For him, it, it sounds like selling the house was just a function of that process. Wife isn't motivated to sell the house, but wife could be motivated to buy a place in a nice area, right? So that's kind of the lost opportunity is the way that I would state that. I agree completely. Uh, Brian, why don't we have you, do you have, a, do you have something you want to listen to? Why don't we do this? Because um, I screwed up and why don't we play your second call? So um, no <laughs> I just, I made a mistake. I, 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 I miscalculated. No just to let everybody know, I'm going to be on the YLOPO virtual summit right after this. So I'm going to have to end cash call five minutes early, five minutes early. not 10, five minutes early to get onto that. If you guys want to register for the Y Lopo virtual summit to check out me, if you don't get enough of me in your life, or if you want to see other trainers, coaches, coaches, speakers, national influencers, go to the Y Lopo Facebook group. If you're not a member there, or you can go to our smart inside sales, Facebook group, uh, and there's a registration link there where you guys can register and, and check that out. And, and it's been fabulous so far, even if you're not a YLOPO user. So we just did a, a great session and similar to the, you know, we talked with some great people on there. So, uh, you know, if you have time this afternoon, A, because Dale will be there, but B, because there'll be a lot of other great people there too. It's worth your time for sure. Excellent. All right. So let's listen to this one. And this one, this one's a doozy. Again, I'm like, hmm, what would we do here? Hola. Hola. Hi, Mr. with Colleen. Hi, yes, may I help you? Hi, is this Colleen? Yes. Hey, Colleen. State, how are you? Oh, I'm really busy. Thanks. I didn't recognize your number. That's why I say, but uh, are you uh, calling about wanting to see the house? Well, I saw that you, it uh, looks like you looked at a house on bent grass. And you did a, a home search here in Indianapolis. So yeah, I was just calling to see 
if you're in the market for a new home and how I can help you. Oh, yes, but I have someone I want to work with. Thank you. Oh, sure. All right, now, bunch bunch of missed things there, right? Which is, the woman said, are you calling to see the house, right? Agent misses it, moves forward with, you registered on our website, are you buying a house, essentially, right? So that was a, a, a miss there. The huge tell, and you better hurry up, is at, oh, I didn't rec I, I'm very busy, I didn't recognize your number, right? As soon as you reveal that you're a salesperson for a real estate company, you are on, you are really on borrowed time at that point. This is only a 43-second call. And, and, and part of it was taken up with how long the agent takes to introduce who she is and say what she wants. Well, and, and if everybody who's listening, Ola was how the person answered the phone. I might come back with Ola, depends on how you know you are with that. But hey, Colleen, this is Brian with Curse Realty Group. I'm reaching out today because I wanted to, I saw you made an inquiry. And I'm just calling to see if you want to go take a look at the house one, two, three, Main Street. Whatever your script is, here's what you don't want to do. Is this Colleen? Huh? Is this Colleen? Colleen, you do. Here's the thing. If you if I were to call Dale and I said, hey, Brian, this is this is Brian, da da da, and he's gonna go, I'm not Brian. I'm Dale. Oh, so sorry. I, it looks like I had the wrong information in, in my CRM, but you made an inquiry about property. I'm, I'm still assuming I'm talking to the right person. Yes. Who cares? If you talk to the wrong person for 20 seconds, your life is going to be just fine. Yeah. And they're going like to laugh say, at you and it'll be fine. Yeah. I like to say that the wrong person will never allow you to talk to them about sales. If they are the wrong person, they are not going to let you have a conversation with them about sales. I promise. I do. You. I do it all the time. It happens. I mean, I get phone calls every single day. I'm sure everybody who's watching does. Da da da. You know, I'm I'm sorry that that, that doesn't apply to me. I appreciate your time. I gotta go. Yeah. Hang up the phone. I'm not rude. I'm not a jerk about it. But at the end of the day, uh, stop yeah. asking people's names. That drives me nuts. I don't know why. It just really drives me nuts because I think it drives. I do know why. Because the second I say, "Is this Brian? Is this Dale?" or do it worse, "Is this Mr. Curtis?" Well, that that's a guaranteed way to say that I'm not going to buy anything from you. My radar goes up because most people are walking around in a trance, right? The last thing you want to do is snap them out of that trance and give them a reason to hang up the phone. So just, hey, Dale's Brian just reaching out today, da, 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 whatever your script is, but don't ask him if it's Dale. Don't ask him if it's yeah. Bob. That's that a great way to, to screw up a phone call. Yeah, Brian, let's, uh, let's talk about this. So right at the end of the call, the woman says, oh, I have an agent I want to work with. Thanks. Right. So hmm. what can we do there? You know what I mean? Like I, they're pushing us off the phone. They say they have somebody to work with. I, I was thinking about this and, you know, in my experience, like I've tried like stopping them. I've tried like throwing a value pitch in there. I've tried, you know, various different things. I'm kind of feeling like this. What, you tell me what you think. If you, so the thing she's saying to us is I don't want to buy your services, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to use you as an agent. So what if right. I just, if she says, oh, I have an agent I'm using. Thanks. Bye. If I said, I, I'm not trying to get you to use me as an agent or I'm not trying to work with you or something fast like that, that might be sort of a pattern interrupt. What do you think about that? I think it's good. Um, I think it's something because here's the, here's the reality. So when we're at this stage where you can almost, you know, for those of you who are old and like me can see the phone hitting the receiver, you know, oh. I'm, I'm dating myself, but you know, if, if you're in that mode, <laughs> throw a Hail Mary. So 
pattern interrupts and, and so you guys want to pattern interrupt it's just simply something the other person is not expecting which will break them out of their of the rhythm that they're in and the rhythm they're in right now is hanging the phone up right hey we're about to hang the phone up so I, I like that. Um, I like value props, though. To me, it's a it's a Hail Mary. Hey, I completely understand that you're going to work with somebody else. With that in mind, if I could save you $2,000 in the purchase of your property, would you consider talking to me for five more minutes? Okay. No, uh, I wouldn't. I might even cut it to if I can save you $2,000 on your purchase, right? Just because I know I might not get all the words in that you just gave. I Fair think enough. you can do that, too. Yeah. But don't be afraid to throw a Hail Mary. It's fourth and 10. You're on the 50 yard line. There's 12 seconds left in the game. Do something. You know, yeah. you, you can punt, but that guarantees you're going to lose. And most agents punt. They're like, oh, crap, this sucks. Hang up. And, and here's the reality, though. If you have 50 of those phone calls a year and you convert two of them and your average sales price is 300 grand, you just made an extra 18 grand. Yeah. And I'm just Not doing quick that. math. Yeah. I like to say you already have no. You can't screw up no. Just do it. Right. I, you know, what are you going to do? Make them say no again? Stop or I'll say stop again. I mean, that's the way I used to make kid jokes about people parenting. Like stop or I'll say stop again. So right. at the end of the day, you can't lose here. So anyway, I think I, I, I like to ask how many agents did they interview? That's a great question. Hey, out of curiosity, how many people did you interview before you, before you pick that? I don't know in this scenario if you'd be able to get it in, but you know, hey, try it. And Good. I think that's a really good discovery question. Very good discovery question. In this scenario where the, the finger is going to the hang up button, I don't know if that's going to stop her from hanging up on you. She was headed, she got hung up on. That was a hang up, right? That's what this, this woman wanted to disengage so that she could fend off any other conversation. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks for submitting that. I have to now go, I have to get to the Wailopo thing and uh and dispel some knowledge and some wisdom everybody all of you who joined us today thanks for joining us thanks for uh you know sticking in there with us uh through a little bit of snafui stuff but anyway thanks for joining us for cash call brian curtis dale archdegan we'll see all you guys next week thanks everybody have fun dale I'll, I'll check you out thank you sir thanks for tuning in for today's cash call replay want your call to be reviewed by dale and brian on a future episode of cash call Click on the link in the show notes to submit your call. We can't wait to support you.